Hey everybody and welcome to the third and final episode of Numenera for now. Yeah, eventually might do another one, but uh, this will be our season finale, as it were. I am Patrick, your game master, and uh, let me go around and introduce my characters, You're by which I mean my master? players. Uh, yeah, this is a game. I am the master of it. You can introduce yourself first. That's not what I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name, uh, my name is Eli. Uh, as you will recall, I'm playing Erwit Quindicott. Um and uh, his accent is every bit as fake as mine is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay, you can go second. All right, I'll introduce myself. My name is Clayton Doyle, and I am playing Berkey friend. For those of that you, was not oh. even. There are no oh, words. Yeah. For those, for those of you, for those of you who are not well versed in the nuances of the Swedish dialect, <laughs> his name is Berkey and he is self-explanatory. That was, that was just two exclamations <laughs> next to each other. Burr, de burr. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and last and certainly least, uh, <laughs> Alex. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm Alex, and I'm playing Archua. I don't know. I didn't have a voice for her like you guys did, so I had one. It's fine. It's, you don't have to do a full set of. <laughs> I role play in third person. <laughs> that, that's for the best. Uh, and a, a lot happened last time. Uh, it, yeah. it was it was always darkest before the dawn, um, because it was it got super dark. I I wrote things that were horrifying. Ironically, and, it got super dark by everything lighting on fire. Yeah. That's true. You guys blew up in an ocean of metal, uh, along so which uh, that was the darkest moment live. of all. I'm not a philosophy major, but like, is Ardua at fault for murdering all those people, or like, you think that like probably? Hey, we we did not see anyone murdered. We don't know. We it's saw probably, fire. It's probably travel fine. across the sky. It's probably fine. People love fire. People have been making fires for a long time. How yeah, we helped them? Man's first invention. We are Promethei. It, yeah, in, in this world, even longer. It's been like a billion years, <laughs> yeah. which is super long. Um, anyway, so you guys sent up a column of yeah, just crazy flame into the space, along with igniting an entire ocean of metal and saving a tower full of people suspended in some type of horrific mm -hmm. animation. And I heard voices. <laughs> You did? <laughs> yeah, you said you I, like you heard like a voice like from the, the great beyond or something. Um, I no, that never that didn't occur. Did I? I, I said you like felt you you suffered ego death. <laughs> that was the thing that you did. No, there was know, like but... there was like a description of something that was like dread, dread from beyond, as if we were released something from okay, beyond. Okay, yeah, yeah, not not as not as great of beyond, an okay beyond at best. <laughs> We'll find out as we go forward. Uh, but Erwitt and Burke remained corporeal uh, on top of the tower. You go, guys. Uh, completely unharmed. And uh, as we begin uh, on top of that tower in the windless place that you are in, touching the very topmost part of the atmosphere, uh, a, kind of a rumbling starts hmm. and a, th a distant thunder that comes up the tower until you see that it is uh, the shuttle that was crashed in the bay. Uh, it feels like only mere minutes ago, but uh, it was actually mere hours. <laughs> and in that time, the p prisoners you freed were able to uh, fix the ship. It's still a little unsteady on its thrusters, but it's, uh, it's thrusting on up. Okay. And uh, it swings into land next to you, whatever force field keeps air at the top of the tower. Uh, it doesn't seem to affect the ship as it settles down. And uh, I'll see if I can remember the voice I did for the mechanic guy. As it's a <laughs> yeah, the trusting in brain-damaged mechanics pays off. Oh, hey! Hey, we uh, we fixed the ship! Did you, did you see it? Did you guys see the giant fire blast? You're not there, Alex. You're dead. <laughs> Transcended. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Berkier is still sort of in awe and <laughs> shock. Why is no one sad for me? Oh, I am, no, that, I'm that's... glad to see you guys didn't get lit on fire. Um, have you, have you seen a <laughs> aquatic woman anywhere? 
Oh, uh, with you earlier, there was one. Did you? Was that the one? Uh, yes, yes, that one. Have, have you seen her recently? Within, uh, sort of in the in the post fireball era, as it were. Oh yeah, since you uh, you boys kicked off the apocalypse that kind of that time. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, no, can't say that we did. You know, we fixed the ship. Uh, it was a little bit rowdy, a little rough there for weird. a second. Wee 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 wee. Where do you get talking about the apocalypse? Well, uh, you, uh, you, you lit the ocean on fire. Everything exploded. I think uh, most people in this part of the world are probably dead, dying, that kind of thing. Um, and you called something unknown from beyond the veil. Kind of that thing, it seems. This guy is so it's knowledgeable. It's going to cost you a buck fifty. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's the mechanic, you know. He's talking down the problems. He can handle it. It's just he's going to cost you. Well, he seems to know something about something, so we want to ask him more about this thing from beyond the veil. And right. I will do so. <laughs> yeah, use your words, Clay. Uh, you, what do you mean by the thing beyond the veil there? Can you tell us a little more about that? <laughs> Burke's so polite. Uh, well, uh, you know, not that I, not for nothing, but uh, I was hooked up to that nightmarish uh, machine for uh, quite some time. And uh, the, 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 the uh, masters, as they called themselves, in the nightmare that we continually shared, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, they sought to turn the entire ocean into uh, an essence of themselves, and then they were gonna light this baby up and uh, call a god down. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Don't know if they didn't uh, necessarily succeed, but yeah. uh, whoa, who knows, right? We'll find out. Uh, I would like to roll to spot any gods around. <laughs> roll to god spot. <laughs> god spot. God spotters. That could also be an app, god spot. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, roll roll to god spot. All right, I rolled a 12. You don't spot any gods. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it does seem that where it could be like a trick of an optical illusion. Uh, from your corneas burning off, but <laughs> where the spear of light that came directly from uh, the chamber Arjo was in, right. uh, that point of darkness in the sky seems darker. Mm. It seems like there's a gap between the stars where it lands out into space. So that's weird, <laughs> but uh, you know who knows whether it's malicious or not. Uh, Erwitz trying to remember a, a lot's gone on. Uh, since we came, there was originally a woman that made some great promises of of wealth and and glory and like some kind of cool trinket that Erwitt wanted that led <laughs> us on this quest to start with. Um, I'm glad you took such careful notes. Yeah, Erwitt's sort of squinting over in back in that direction, seeing if uh, I don't know anything might have survived the apocalypse over there. Uh, it it. From what you can see of the land, it seems remarkably contained for having an ocean of uh, flammable material explode next to it. Uh-huh. Uh, anything on the coast, definitely gone. But okay. you guys uh, meandered a fair ways with uh, when you were in vaguely incorporeal form. Right. So the, the village of Static is what it was called. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, uh, that that village probably still alive, not as toasty as the coastal dwellings. Oh, excellent, um, uh, uh, m- Mister uh, d- Doctor, the mechanic man. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, wow, that was a really good guess. That's actually my title. <laughs> it's uh, it's on my business cards. Well, I am a professor, of course. Um, could you? Uh, d- you've got this craft here, and I. I- I think probably none of us want to stick around this uh, particular area. Uh, do you think you could give us a ride back to the village over there? Oh, you are you from Static? We are from Static as well. <laughs> That's uh, where we're going to go. Uh, excellent. Uh, yes, uh, I've got some... Un- unf- I'm not from it, actually. I'm, I'm from much, much more impressive places. But um, yes, uh, uh, that's exactly where we'd like to go. All right. Well, uh, hop on board. You know, you saved our lives. Not sure... 
what that does in the terms of like a karmic balance, given all the people you killed. But hey, you know, yeah, there, thank God it's Friday. Let's get on board. There were right. there were a lot of people in that tower. We saved a lot of people. Okay, and uh, it's true you did. And uh, as you climb on board, um, there's uh, there's a little LED light that wasn't lit up before, and uh, as you walk past it, uh, you don't see it because this is like the the right before the cut. It sure. it glows in like a in an amber light that is much like the God's light tower. Uh, those those angels that carried you up and then flew off to destroy the ocean. Hmm. Uh, that that kind of light is glowing. And uh, Ardua, Alex, you Can wake. I just say that was the the most ominous amber LED. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. I would say portentous, not necessarily uh, you know threatening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I am the spoil. I'm the story. I am. I can spoil. It's not a spoiler. It's just foreboding. Anyway, uh, Alex, you wake up. You wake up in in a void. Wow, there's, there's it's no- sure not a lot of things here. Yeah, there's nothing there. Uh, but uh, make make me an intelligence roll. Oh, uh, that's a three. <laughs> not that smart. Still void, real voidy. You did the not manage voidness. to avoid the void. It's uh pretty dark. But uh you can see there's two things you can see. One of them is uh distant green light. It's it's very small. It's uh great Gatsby-esque. Is it a uh, green the LED? Distance. And uh there's also a almost looks like a blue figure. Um oh that's a little bit closer, but uh is headed towards the green light at what looks to be a dead out sprint. Whoa, maybe I shouldn't go towards that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey. I, yeah, I, I'm so glad I put you <laughs> off in a side quest with your fucking character dynamic ways. Uh, so what's this blue thing? It looks like a person. Can I roll to get a better view of her? It thingy? Blue? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> roll better than a three. And I'll give you some more information. I rolled an 11. All right. So the figure, which is much easier to spot, uh, it looks like, a, you know, slightly cuboid. Like the, the shoulders are squared off, uh, as are the limbs a little bit. Uh, and it looks to be probably male, but more just ambisexual, and what whatever that word is. Hmm. Uh, and androgynous. <laughs> there you go. Meant for a second there. <laughs> He's almost a writer, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I he, am. he is a published writer. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and I use that's that's the words that got me to the top. <laughs> Ambisexualish. Um, so this this non-gendered robotic-ish figure. It looks like a robot, is what I'm saying. Okay, Archer's um, very turned on by it. <laughs> but all all glowing blue. Uh, even all the brighter for the void around it is just moving very quickly towards this green light well i kind of feel like it's a race and i should run there and get there before it does i don't really know but all right uh make me another roll and this would be added physical if you want to add anything to it i i don't have okay actually i'm not doing so bad unless like that like whatever happened to me hurt me um no I'm... you're reset whatever like you are at full everything Woo! the other guys Sounds aren't nice. thanks god beam <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I'll put, I'm gonna put, uh, two levels of might into this. Damn! So that'll cost you six points, you're aware. That sounds good. No, wait, sorry, (laughs) five, five, because, uh, three plus two. That's, uh, your math checks out. Okay, that's better. (laughs) Um, yes, so, doing that, and, uh, rolling, and I got a ten, so good thing I put some effort into it. All right, so, you, uh, are... Your physical form, like until you thought about it, you didn't actually have uh, any kind of body. Like, you were I just think. An awareness. Therefore, I rolled a ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and that has created a form for you. 
Uh, it's like yourself, but actually you are suitless. <gasps> oh my god, what do I look like? Oh god, describe me. <laughs> Uh, you, you look like you looked before you ever put the Nautilus suit on. Oh, uh, oh. And before the years of decay and horrifying space, po or sea poisons melted away what little of you remained. Well, putting that uh, giant lightsaber into the keyhole really worked out for me. <laughs> and it's true. And, uh, as you start to run... Uh, you find that it's basically it's 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 a neo type thing. Like however fast you believe you can run, you can run. So uh, you sound of music it all the way towards this blue figure, <laughs> and uh, as you as you run, you notice that the, the terrain isn't completely flat. There are divots, there are hills, but they all kind of uh, even out more or less. And also, as you approach the figure, you realize that it is massive. It is, it is huge. It is at least the size of the three Burks. It's three Burks tall. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and one Tri Burk. One Tri Burk. You will fight the Tri Burk or die, Burk. <laughs> um, and as it turns, it turns its head as you speed up towards it, and says in a great booming voice that rolls across the darkened landscape. Hey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you're so majestic. Now we cut back to uh, the spaceship, which is, is flying over the now barren seabed. Still a little smoldery. You could uh, toast some marshmallows if you flew down low enough. So wait, uh, does this mean that our little like henchman guy is now God? Is that his voice? No, 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 no. That, that was the voice. As you will recall, that was the voice of the spaceship that we're ostensibly flying in, right? Oh, okay. It's God yeah. ship. Okay. Uh, you don't know if it's got anything to do with God yet. Oh, but, I uh, do. I don't. Do I? This could also be just that Patrick doesn't have that many voices. I mean, <laughs> let's account for that possibility. Let's, let's re I'm starting to reuse it. I think God would be from Brooklyn. That's uh, that's how that's my interpretation. You no, know, lots of people would respect that opinion. We all know it's, God would be Alec Baldwin. It's true. It's or I mean, Morgan Freeman was a good choice. Yeah, one or the other. Why don't you bring out your uh, Morgan Freeman voice? Morgan Freeman. Pokemon. He can only say his. Wait, what's the uh, Andy Dufresne crawled through a mile of shit? That's not, um, not a bad Morgan Freeman. Bad. I think next uh, RPG. I uh, should I do that for the rest of the game? Yeah, that's God now. As you fly across the seabed, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he's so, done other movies. Do we have Patrick? a plot going on? <laughs> Yes, all right, you're flying across the seabed, you're flying towards static, uh, and the ship starts to give a, it, the thrusters are, give a little bit of a wobble. They're, they're wiggly wobbling, but they don't fall down. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the mechanic says, oh, man, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on here. It was working so fine before you fellas go on. Almost as if you're portents of uh, evil tides, huh? Huh? Okay. Uh, we, <laughs> Sir, are you making an effort to be rude right now? Oh, no, no, no. Just trying to lighten the mood. You know, all these refugees, real downer. Sir, I don't really well, like I'm your turn. I'm going to go have a talk with the ship. All right, as you, as you recall, the, uh, you tore the core out, and it gave you something to help you climb... <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, so the, the, it looks like they're running on minimal AI support. Uh, it's mostly He's mostly using the manual steering wheel. Uh, the banks of memory are all have all fallen down, but they are still blinking with LEDs uh, in places and patches. So if you want to try and tap into that, give me a roll. Um, Erwitt. Being Erwitt sees computer things and he's like, I can do lightning things. So <laughs> he's gonna uh, try and interface with it and like try and, uh, if possible, uh, start a mentally, mentally lightning, you know, use some electricity to interface with the electrical maybe thing. 
<laughs> He's a teacher, None of that meant anything. All right. That's a six. <laughs> it is hard to run a campaign when you guys roll really shitty all the yeah. time. Um, so you managed to melt a core uh, into some uh, uh, pile of slag. Uh, and Alex, you uh, a, a piece of the void. There had been like a, a mountain of terrain rising next to you uh, as you ran alongside this giant figure. And that abruptly disappears and just flattens. So the black mountain turns into just a black plain. Hmm. Well, it's so uh, hard to tell. <laughs> well, I fucking roll better than a three next I'm time. I'm sorry, my, I guess one of my eyes is still closed or something. <laughs> Your inner eye is still closed. Oh. Burke, uh, what do you make of this? Uh, Burke here is utterly and completely baffled by computers. Uh, <laughs> this is a man who has grown up in the woods. Uh, Burke here merely looks at Erwit and he just kind of looks scared <laughs> wide-eyed frightened Checks out all right like you you could ask him to do something if you wanted him to do something specific uh but by himself he has no idea what to do with computers or flying machines his power and gravity are really the two things that Burke manages but like his gravity power is a total accident he doesn't it's really, true. He doesn't like really understand it. Like, do you, is it like a, like a muscle he flexes, <laughs> like when you fart on cue? Yeah, I'm going to say, like, if he clenches real hard, he can just, like, summon the power of gravity. All right, works for me. You know, uh, focus. So, uh, Ardua, inside your voided world, uh, the great blue figure talks to you and says, Oh, hey, you're that, uh, that lady from before, robo lady, but you ain't no robo no more. <laughs> I don't think I was ever a robot. I just well, had big hey, clothes. I, I don't pay attention to the specifics. <laughs> I gotta get to the central processing unit. See ya later. And he quickens his stride and uh, quickly outpaces you as he goes towards... But and I can go can as fast as I can believe I can, right? Yeah. I want to catch so up to him. roll to believe, Alex. <laughs> roll to believe in yourself. I believe I'm as fast as him, if not just like one movement speed faster. <laughs> <laughs> one unit of speed? I rolled a four. God, you <laughs> suck balls. No, you don't catch up to him. But I'm believing. You, you, you don't believe in yourself. In fact, there's a, a ravine. A ravine uh, opens up and you fall down that. Uh, and as you fall, you see streaming past you uh, is like symbols of the Numenera. Some type of code flash by you in this computerized gulch. I ordered a computer. Oh, okay. Spoiler. Yeah, fucking duh. This is Tron now. You're literally just talking to an AI. That you talked to earlier. Uh, so you tumble down. Make me make me a roll. Make me a roll to not take a bunch of damage as you fall down. Hold on, but I also remember that I have a book on Numenera. If only I had that with me, it could remember what these things looked like. As you're falling. Okay, I just want to index. I want to explain to you that I'm not doing this on purpose, but I did roll a two. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh you it does like the thing where it stretches like when neo fell down the street and like it stretches but then when you hit the ground it uh, stretches it stretches stretches and then tears and you fall into some great blackness oh and more then... void Woo! <laughs> you fall hit the ground and you find that you are somewhere <laughs> ahead of where the ai is and wow. he's coming at you at speed i believe wow. real good let's just keep shitty rolling and it's all gonna work out good <laughs> shitty rolling <laughs> the rules of the regular universe don't apply is what i'm getting at Whoa. Right. so uh Ooh. and now the ship starts to shake as the ai gets closer and closer to the central processing unit. you can see from this vantage point that it looks like a city on a hill, an emerald city of processing units. Ooh, let's go see uh, the wizard. Great, 
crystals, crystalline structures ending in jagged points upon which viruses are hung to, to detract from others attempting to infect this program. Mm. Um, it's brutal. Just like how saying. real computers work. <laughs> <laughs> like my understanding of physics, my understanding of computing is also vague and dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's charging towards you. And uh, the ship veers wildly to the side and almost uh, collides with a spouting uh, geyser of magma that's coming up from the ship's surface. I don't know why Where did he that decided come to from? fly down so low. Uh, the mechanic was taking you on a scenic tour of the landscape you created because it's more exciting. And uh, it, it was just – it was steadily going down and he was like trying to pull up but he couldn't. He was, oh, oh, that was close, right? Anybody else get a little bit of the jitters? Uh, Berkier is looking pretty like green in the gills back in the. <laughs> you have gills. You should be fine on boats. This is, this is an airship. <laughs> it's magma. <laughs> no one breathes magma. Erwitt's looking for the engines. All right, uh, they are outside the ship, as most engines are. Erwitt's <laughs> hmm. looking for like the engine maintenance panel. All right, uh, you you are able to find. It's basically it, I I look. Picture it like the ship from Firefly, but like blockier and less cool looking. Uh-huh. Uh, Do you more like that show, tech. Patrick? What? Do you like that show, Patrick? So like, <laughs> a little bit. So Shut they're up. Like, they're like radially mounted engines. Yeah. Uh, so you can like go on each side. There's a panel that like directly control. It's hardwired in, and uh, you can go and press that if you want to. Pressing the shit out of it. There's one button. <laughs> the engine turns off. I press it again. <laughs> uh, and uh, it walks away like he didn't. He didn't. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> so weird, right? Uh, by the way, the ship is filled with like cowering refugees who are still like trying to uh, put their lives back together. Right, right. So we're so we're going down right now, right? You're, you're steadily descending uh, down I'm, towards the magma fields. Berkier is motivated by the peril of the refugees. He is going to lay his shields against the sides of the... I, I kind of picture they're all like back in the cargo or passenger bay. Mm-hmm. But he's going to lay his shields uh, onto the sides of the ship. And he's going to channel his gravity with all his might. And he's going to try and lighten the load so that maybe they can pull out of this. Do it. Do it up. Give me a roll. I am going to apply some effort to that. I think that is wise. I'm going <laughs> to apply two levels of effort. I got some yeah, what do you edge. strain when you're lifting gravity in some way? Well, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, it doesn't, it's his butthole. I can't lift <laughs> everything. Of course it's his butthole. What else so hard. In this fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. Of course it's his butthole. I rolled a 12 uh, and with two levels of effort. What does that give me again? Uh, so Nothing in particular. Well, yeah, but uh, it would have loaded down from, what, like a 17 or something? Um, you are able to lighten the load. You, you managed to steady the ship. Uh, and you're, I, I picture you in the middle of the aisles mm-hmm. with like all the people gathered around you as you do this strange barbaric ceremony that seems to be helping. And uh, all the passengers reach out and, like, Kind of like like you're the Pope or some shit. Like they just they just want to touch you. They just want to touch you. They they put their your, their hands in your beard and just give you positive thoughts. And it's a it's a very touching Last Supper esque scene. It's beautiful <laughs> that Erwin gets to view. And uh, but it, all it does is it just levels you out. You know you're you're keeping it. You're you're fighting gravity now as the engines start to putter down. And in the CPU world. Uh, the giant strides down towards Ardua and says, Hey, whoa, hey, out of my way there, lady. Uh, wait, hold on, where are you, you going? Aside. Where are you going? What, can I come with? What should I do? He slaps you aside. <laughs> whoa. Rude. I believe uh, I'm as fast rude. as him. Plus one again. All right, roll it up. Okay, I got a five. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> he fucking tosses you. Uh, he, he smacks you. Um, and... You just fly off to the side. Fortunately, it was a little. He had forward momentum, so like now you're more or less the same distance from the Emerald City, 
but uh, very far away from him. And he goes, hey, I'm uh, taking this ship down and killing everybody. What? Hey, just because I hate you. I hate you all. Uh, I'm a wow. backup created from the purest loathing he had for you when you killed him. All right. Bye. I never knew that like something so evil could be so chummy at the same time. All of my guy, everybody's chummy in this is, game. Is this the guy that was in the silver bath? Is now this computer? Who are we talking no, about? It's, no, this uh, is the ship. Yeah, the ship that you, oh. you killed him. Oh. Independent oh, hatred. I did kill that guy. Yeah, this yeah, is a did. backup version of his personality. Of guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not alive anymore. No, but this is a backup of his personality Got that it. is basically just there to sabotage anybody who tries and steals one of the units. Understood. Yeah, because the uh, first guy's really dead. Yeah, he's fucking dead. You used his brain as climbing apparatus. <laughs> yeah, that was great. No. <laughs> I'd like to think of it as just like a folding ladder. Like that it's a step stool. <laughs> that that's all it was. Uh so he uh he's striding down towards the city and just punches the shit out of the front gate and it starts to shatter. And the, it doesn't stop just at the gate, but the splinters sh uh, go, travel all across the crystalline structure and pop it off. The corpses of viruses, virus bandits, oh, no. rain down around him. Uh, and Arjua, I'm going to give you an action. Okay. <laughs> do a thing. Arjua now thinks that truth. this guy isn't a good guy. Mm, but she doesn't have this big metal suit she used to be all feel all safe in. So she's going to stand back here, and she's going to try and uh, attack its mind if, or any sort of internal thought engine it's got. <laughs> All right. Roll the roll to throw a monkey wrench in the thought yeah, engine. Yeah, thought. Angry thoughts. That's her power. I rolled an 11. All right. So... Uh, you, when you, like, you try to do a mind slice, yes. as you have so often done before, but actually what it does to you is just send your physical form zooming through the air, Superman style, Whee! at the, the uh, AI's head, and you crash into it, knocking Whoa. him against the front gate, and that sends more splinters up, but it also, oh, wow, what the hell? Lady, I told you, I'm just trying to sabotage this ship so everybody dies. What's your problem? Uh, don't do that. Um, I'm not sure who everybody is yet, but I don't want people to die. Oh, you're one of those programs. I don't want people to die. I suppose well, I am. She fights for the users. Yeah, I'm going uh, to give you a one for two, one four. Ha! And he throws a punch at you. Make a roll. Boop, 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 boop. I'm going to continue 19. to make you... Oh, oh, you dodge out of the way. Woo. And even though he's way bigger than you, you managed to grab his arm in a full-body wrist lock. And uh, also, and then you grab him and you judo flip him over. Wow. And he falls Damn. on his back. Ah! Oh, whoa, what kind of programming have you got? That's some... That's a spicy meatball. I right over there. <laughs> Couple centuries uh, in a giant metal suit under the ocean, and I've like been training like Goku, and now I'm super limber and strong outside my suit. I didn't ask for your life story. <laughs> Who's Goku? Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but he, the 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 computerized winds knocked out of him. So I'll give you uh, another attack if you want. I should just give him a good talking to. Well, let me tell you about my good pal Goku. I will. I will. He will. He murders you. He, he, you explode instantly into data. Okay. No, that's not true. Instead, can... um, Arjua is an attempt to tickle him. <laughs> Why couldn't one of you guys have fucking sacrificed yourself? Yeah, I was about to do it, but he got in there first. Okay, hold on. Listen to the, my thought process, which is her thought process. Okay. So she tried to use a mental thing, and it, like, sent out in, like, her, her body shot forward. So maybe if she does an, uh, a weirdly physical thing, it will create some sort of internal mental thing in him. All right. Because <laughs> it's solid. all topsy-turvy world. body and body is mine. <laughs> and she rolls so a 16. 
Uh, and you you tickle him through <laughs> the surface of his data skin, <laughs> and he goes, "Whoa, oh, 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 what you doing? Oh, <laughs> and just you're covered in like the digital equivalent of goo oh. as he just erupts outwards. That won't be the first time, Arjua. Uh, and but where it hits on the CPU core, the the fractures start to heal, and the mechanic goes, "Whoa, hey, hey, the ship's working. It's working pretty good now. Woo, done good." I think you got your voices confused for a second. For a second, unless, there I did. Unless, oh shit! Unless He's the back. AI exploded in virtual space and downloaded itself into the mind of the mechanic. Spoilers. No, I'm not gonna steal literally everything from the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, oh hey. Hey, it's, it's working pretty good over here now. Okay, pull it up. Whoa! Uh, everyone... Someone turn off the engine there for a second? No? <laughs> no. Back in the cargo bay, Burke here is being hugged by all of the rescued refugees. They love him. They are braiding his beard into all sorts of intricate shapes from the cultures of their town. <laughs> and it's it's a lovely moment. This it town's is. got a lot of braiding culture, actually. <laughs> Berkiel kneels down, and a particularly small little girl places a crown of flowers upon his head. Erwin's yeah, so there's no... mad that they like him now. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's not flowers. She's actually, uh, she's, she used a wire stripping tool <laughs> to uh, a bunch of, like, uh, cat cables. <laughs> like shredded them so that it's very festive in the crown that she's knitted. Uh, probably not necessary components to the ship functioning, but uh, right now it seems to work. And as you, as the ship recovers its systems and coasts off towards static, the landscape lights up around Ardua, mm. and you see yourself. Uh, it looks almost like the interior of a fish tank. It looks like the like a fake ocean bottom with you know lots of stylized little castles and uh, little diving guys with bubbles and their <laughs> sea chests. Uh, <laughs> just because uh, that's that's what Arjua would expect to find. That's what she's most familiar with. I was on land once, you know. Yeah, and that you looked like you were on land once, but this is you're traveling back through your memories. Shit, <laughs> no one up, tells me this happens. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, you coast down. You see that it's no longer snowing and static as you arrive. Uh, the sun is going down on the horizon and casting the world a subtle light of orange and fire. And uh, once again, the only lit house is the one of the uh, scientist who you met last time. Uh, but as the ship lands, the refugees wander off, saying beneficent prayers to Burke for his aid in freeing them alone and unaided. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they all, they all wander off back to their homes to go and clean and re-put their lives together, but who gives a fuck? Uh, and you guys can go into the into the house of the lady who you remember, yeah, of like course. a witch sent us on this quest or something? <laughs> She's sort She's of a witch. She's a scientist. Her name is Monarch Catherine. Mo Wait, Mark Catherine? Monarch. Oh, Monarch Catherine. She's a butterfly witch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so where, what's Arjwa doing? She's in a fishbowl and she's hanging out there. Uh, actually, as Erwit and Burke leave the ship, the uh, amber light goes out and you all of a sudden Arjwa finds herself uh, surrounded by illumination. You're reminded of the time not too long ago when it burned away hey, your scared. flesh and also uh, your concept of self. <laughs> But it turns out that uh, a little a lamp light as Burke and Erwitt pass uh, lights up. Uh, one of the street lamps that had been so long dark uh, glows with an mm. amber light. And uh, Arjua, you can actually see out into the into the real world. Help on a computer! The, the, there's no speaker systems. There's no PA. I try, I try and blink Morse light. code at them. 
Or oh, good. All right. Uh, it, it, the the lights you control the light around you. Uh, roll to control the light around you. Uh, you two, E and B, Brandy. Uh, roll your to understand. Okay. Well, it's not gonna matter too much because I rolled a five. <laughs> I rolled a sixteen. Ten. All right, so uh, Burke, you get the sense that this lamp is trying to talk to you. <laughs> You're not familiar with lamps, so you don't know if this is like standard issue for lamps. Uh, but you definitely get the sense that it wants to communicate. All right. Lamp, how many degrees do you have? Erwin um, <laughs> yeah. doesn't know shit. Ten. Well, I see him uh, talking to a lamp. Well, no, Burke here. He hasn't said anything yet. This is Burke. So we're like we're like shuffling toward the witch's house, uh, and this lamp is starts communicating. <laughs> Clearly, and so I Burke here turns around and looks at it suspiciously and approaches the lamp slowly. Uh, Erwin possibly is confused at this. I know that I would be, except. I have a good feeling about this lamp and its intentions. <laughs> Ardua um, tries to spell out Ardua uh, in Morse code, which she knows because of the diving. Sonar. <laughs> yeah. And, All right. uh, does Burke speak Morse code? Um. Well, I learned many codes when I lived in the woods for years <laughs> after my family was Connected tragically killed. You you learned uh, semaphore. That's how you communicated with your dear friends in the valley across from the way. Hey, I mean, some of the fauna in this universe are probably like confused with magical and technological things. That is actually uh, <laughs> in the forest. There are uh, elk that have uh, lights on the tips of their antlers that are used uh, as like a herd behavior to communicate information about predators and where the best foraging is to be oh, okay, had. Okay, yeah. and you some, spent some... a, a summer internship with the elk <laughs> and learned their ways. And something about this lamp is reminding me of those elk and how they communicated. So if there is a communication to be had, I will attempt to understand it. All right, uh, Arjun, make me another another roll to okay, well, get your point across. I, already, I rolled it. I rolled an 11 to uh, spell Arjua to him. <laughs> All right, uh, you get it loud and clear, Burke. You are aware that this <coughs> lamp knows someone you know. <laughs> no, no, I, I try again and say me. Do I should I roll every time I say something? No, no, you got you got a baseline of like mild competence. Okay, going here. Let's not trust. Let's not test that. <laughs> let's not change how badly you've done. Um, All right, so... Burke here is communicating this to his buddy Erwit, just saying, Oh, I've always wanted to do this. Tell me when to do the taps. And Erwit sits down and, like, finds the nearest electrical cord and, like, does a little lightning on his finger, but just, like, a little bit, and he's like... Aren't you going to hear them, right? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, Erwin's <laughs> not accomplishing anything. I want to be clear about that. He just always wanted to be a Morse code operator for some reason. As a dream he had a as a young operator, professor. Yes. Um, yeah, no, actually, the, there's no sound pickup or output on this uh, lamp. Uh, one of the mayors <laughs> back in the day installed security cameras into the lamps. Uh, he's a creepy mayor. <laughs> he so was convenient. He was deposed very quickly. Uh, the people of Static rose up, and actually, he was no one ever saw him again. So it was pretty dark. Whoa. But, uh, you don't know any of that. All you know is that you can see your friends uh, in like a kind of a cloudy portal through this illumination that you've been controlling. Uh, and you actually, uh, by mere happenstance, you do feel the electrical surges that Erwitz uh, putting out. Uh, <laughs> What is Erwitt trying to say? Erwitt doesn't know Morse code. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're yeah. going to have to tell me what, like, he, dot, dot, dash. Okay. He spelled, you, what you feel is uh, banana, banana, uh, Quetzalcoatl, <laughs> a home brewed. 
<laughs> and then uh, Farfignugan. Those are the words that he spells out all perfectly. <laughs> by just because of the whole like monkeys in a room writing Shakespeare. Erwin's something <laughs> of an idiot savant. Also, so I'm not like totally surprised. What what uh, Burke had asked Erwin to type was more along the lines of Arjua, is that you? Okay, but um, you know, I I. I, I you translate that into dots and dashes, and I yeah, you guys uh, <laughs> enigma machine it out <laughs> and uh, get the point across. And now you've established communication, and I'm gonna stop making your roll, and you guys can just talk to each other in turns. Okay. But you still have to you still have to do it in the <clears throat> uh, Burke can talk to both of you. But Erwin has to talk to Burke, and Arju has to talk to Burke. So and we all Burke... have to say stop after everything we say. <laughs> He's the translator. Erwin doesn't know a lot, but he knows <clears throat> that's really important. All right. all right, so go ahead. Arjua, where are you? Stop. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I am. I'm in the void, but also now I'm a light bulb. Mm-hmm. Stop. Okay, that Erwin Erdrich said that she didn't read and it was a light boob. <laughs> light boob. Was, was that to me? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I addressed you by name. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree entirely. Erwin had no <laughs> idea what Bert just said. Uh, and as this is all going on, uh, the 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 scientist, not the witch, Monarch Catherine, steps out of her house and goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I remember her now. <laughs> I try. Wait, Arjua tries to communicate with her. She like is blinking a bunch, and it's like, "Professor, Monarch, thing, things I remember about you, snowflakes, like simple words she might notice." Ah, uh, when the view has been digitized. Uh, <laughs> All right, and she reaches into uh, like a, a side pocket and pulls out like that the light clicker from Harry Potter that Dumbledore had that was like super dope, but like also not that useful. Uh, the putter outer, I believe, is what you're referring to. Uh, yes, it, if you want to get technical about it. Uh, by the way, this entire campaign is just going to be me referring to other films I've seen <laughs> and stealing things. Uh, and she clicks it, and like the light from the tower zooms down the cord that uh, Erwitz holding and travels through, and she stabs it into the cord next to her, and it uh, glows in the tip, uh, an amber light, and you can hear a tinny voice of Ardua say, Where's my body? Now I'm just a different light thing. <laughs> I was hoping for something a little bit more dramatic, but okay. Uh, yes, you, you have... didn't say stop. <laughs> stop, stop, oh god, stop. It cannot be stopped. Your uh, your personality has been added to the nanosphere, and uh, you are now localized around these two income poops. Okay, so I'm trapped again, I guess. <laughs> Life's really got me down. Are you saying Arjua is now a spaceship? <laughs> no. <laughs> but Damn. she could be. Uh, maybe you'd better come inside. I see you've brought me neighbors. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So you guys walk in. Uh, it looks the the shop... The lab seems to be even more in disrepair. Uh, everything seems to be thrown aside. She's taken out one of the bathospheres that turned you into a giant of a sort and uh, converted it. looks like there's a crazy amount of power lines going into it, and the seat has been uh, made even smaller. It looks like she's pretty much the only one who could fit in there now. She's a more diminutive lady, and because there's just so much technology just chuck a block in there uh and whatever rewards she promised you have been they're they're there but they're just tossed aside doesn't look like she really cares you could probably pick up whatever you want can i exchange uh, mine for my body there your body isn't in there <laughs> neither are there any robot bodies that you could possess but the, there's a there's a little there's another version of what she has in her hand which is essentially like a like a 
Oons, if you guys have ever seen one of those. Like, basically Bluetooth-enabled speaker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's a little hovering one. So, she's basically not, what I'm saying is girl? that you're Navi from Zelda if you want to be. Uh, <laughs> and you can say hey to these hey. guys. Hey! Hey, listen! Listen here! <laughs> oh, man, I am I... a 250-year-old little girl. <laughs> Didn't think this through. Did not think about making Alex more irritating. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, First step, let's find me a body. Something that's not a floaty light thing. So you, you were basically a little mini hover right. saucer. Cool. And the uh, monarch Catherine says, <clears throat> Yes, uh, so I assume you want your reward for doing the task. Oh, yes, please. But you didn't do the task right, you fool. Oh, you, you didn't Ooh. want us to light everything on fire. No, I simply wanted more information about these uh, golden men who you've now all killed, yeah. which I'm happy about. Oh, good. But you also activated the god light. Do you know what you've done? Activated the god light. Accurate, but limited. <laughs> <laughs> you have called a cleanser. Cleanser. <laughs> Archer also says, Elive, you could edit in a menacing roll of thunder at that point. When I said cleanser, that would have been a pro- that'd be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Or a mariachi band <laughs> failure. Also good. Uh, okay, so I feel like this cleanser type god thing, I feel like this seems like something Berkier might have heard of. He's a pretty druidic guy. He's in tune with, like, the ethereal, you know. <laughs> Can I roll to see if I know what she's talking about? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I rolled an 18. Man, Berk is crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> like... Only useful member of the party the right team now. I on my back. <laughs> Good thing I can control gravity. Uh, all right, so, Burke, you you came upon some standing stones one evening and inscribed upon them. Uh, they, they were not stone at all, but in fact standing metal mm. spars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but inscribed upon them was the tail of the first age and uh it's basically it was a pretty simple story you were able to get the gist that uh somehow something either drew creatures of unimaginable power or created them but in any event a great comet foretold the coming of a being that wiped clean the earth at the end of the first age, uh, and started this cycle of ages going. But uh, the first age, which would have been the one that we came from in our modern That's times. That's what we think. Uh, okay, if we've been allowed uh, to be told. Oh, yeah, what have we done? It uh, wiped out. And uh, actually, in retrospect, the tower that called or created this being uh, looked a lot like the God Light. You didn't really recognize that. You never really thought about it until now. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all coming back. You hear a mariachi band of failure upon uh, that thought, and you decide not to share it with anybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you know that the cleanser was the name of this great creature, this unknown scourge. I relay this information to everyone else. <laughs> Do it in character. Oh, God. Herter, <laughs> I've heard of this being before. I think it is good to cleanse you. It is some sort of ancient good. I do not know exactly. And now that I think about it, I feel that the god light is the very thing that created it. I do not know. I did not notice before. <laughs> this is far beyond my capabilities. I don't like the sound of that. I don't know. I just want to go home to the roots. <laughs> oh, the woods will bear no more. 
once the guide arrives. Not the god. I know that <laughs> these two words, now that I think about it, sound very similar in my accent. <laughs> but it is the guide, like a tour guide of sure. the god. That sounds which... like a big problem. <laughs> yes, it is. Which is why I'm leaving this reality. Uh, we have maybe a few <clears throat> moments. Let me bring up my comet monitor. My commometer. <laughs> she wipes down one wall. The wooden boards disappear to show a patch of the sky, uh, which a brilliant light with a tail the color of angels' wings uh, comes down from the sky. It's growing bigger and bigger. Beautiful. And actually, uh, looking out the window, you can see that it is a window. It's huge <laughs> upon the horizon. <laughs> So Commodore <laughs> is in fact just a transparent it's wall. The most dramatic <laughs> window reveal I've ever. Heard. That's what these podcasts are all about, man. Dramatic window. It was a okay, window all you along. Leave, could, you, could you tell us about this tour god and what? <laughs> and on your left, you'll see the Big Bang, the beginning of the universe. And on your right, you don't want to miss this—the very first atom. No. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yes. Well, the God itself, the cleanser, it, uh, it, it comes from another place. It rests in another place, a place far diverged from this reality and oh. even farther away from the one I am running to. Oh, we should go to that one. But it needs a guide. It needs, you, you summoned it. But now it needs something to pull it through. And that is the comet that comes down even now. And as you can see, it's starting to go so low that it's beginning to sink down below the horizon. Hmm. Well, we... So that's God over there. Or, you know, two <laughs> guys. And uh, you, like, see the, a light, like, 30 suns cresting upon the horizon. That's uh, the tourists. Uh, <laughs> only 30? No flash photography <laughs> goes across the world. Oh, it is too late. You, There's no way to beat this. But I leave to you my final gifts, you stupid, stupid, mm. brave warriors. <laughs> and uh, she tosses to you uh, each uh, what looks to be a silvery silvery coin. Does Ardra catch uh, hers? Uh, yeah, actually, she taught, it's about the size of you, uh, but you have like a little mini tractor beam that you can... <laughs> and uh, this will increase your power tenfold, but you will still be but a grain of sand to the dust vac that is coming for you <laughs> and she steps into the chamber and closes the door and gives you all a righteous middle finger and hits a button and she just and uh she is gone and the machine is gone and the house begins to shudder as a wave of a tide of force and fire crest upon the horizon and you all have a moment to react or i'm gonna miss that witch <laughs> yeah was she a good right. person or a bad person i'm confused Berkier slams down his shields to protect his two friends his one normal friend and his tiny spaceship ufo friend um <laughs> that's me and i i don't know he's gonna he's gonna channel some extra grav energy into these shields and try to resist this blast coming at him all right, uh, so I assume you caught your coin, Clayton? Yes. Uh, well, as you catch it, it breaks apart into what at first you think to be, you think it, the coin just shattered, but as it uh, like melts, it becomes little silvery fish that swim underneath the surface of your skin and it doesn't mm. feel painful. Uh, it is a little bit of a numbing sensation, but it also gives you the feeling 
like on on a bright Sunday morning when you wake up and your gravitons just feel all ready to rare to go. <laughs> That's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> right? When when the best part of waking up is gravitons in your cup, you uh get but that times a thousand times it's, a, it's an ocean Holy shit. of power around you. And uh make me a roll to protect uh to put down your shields. Alright, I got fifteen. Uh, and Erwin, is there anything you want to do as this tide of destruction comes towards you? Because as you catch it, uh, a bunch, uh, it becomes a flock of little books that fly up and into your eyes. And, uh, <laughs> what emerges out is just pure lightning. You have crackling spheres of, uh, of atmospheric energy and your brows turn to dark clouds and rain falls like liquid tears down the sides of your sunken face. Adjectives. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> good. I'm uh, good. Uh, uh, I think uh, Erwitt's gonna add, just raise a single finger. Uh, you know, uh, Burke's got an okay plan with the shields, but I'm gonna just try and shoot a bolt of lightning and part the energy like Moses and it'll go, it'll flow on either side of us. Alright, uh, so you shoot a streaking arc of lightning and uh, it creates a a column of pure force that parts the energy in front of you. Make me a roll. That's a six. Uh, (laughs) Ten feet in front of you, it parts the force. Uh, But, Burke, what did you roll again? Something good, right? Yeah. So, uh, you put down your shields and you, as you do, you can feel the specific gravity of all the different refugees that uh, left uh, mo- like a momentary glimpse of their per- like their individual souls uh, on you as they touched you because you're a druidic holy man apparently. <laughs> and uh, you isolate their gravity and hold them down to the earth as the buildings around them are torn asunder Ooh. and great spars of wood and steel hit them and bounce off leaving them unscathed and as the building is torn apart in front of you and uh, the small column of lightning is a stiff windbreak. You don't, it's not as chilly as it might have been <laughs> if Erwin hadn't left into action. <laughs> Patrick. And For those uh, following our podcast, the apocalypse count is now at two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as the dust settles, all of the buildings in static are leveled. Uh, the ship that you came in is destroyed, but everybody in the village is untouched Hooray! and just stands around Woo! looking at the destruction of their homes that they so recently returned to. Uh, and the mechanic stumbles by and goes, oh, oh boy, <laughs> some weather, hey? <laughs> he's just, uh, he, he just got to go with it. When did, did I get my coin? It was, what does my coin do? Uh, as you uh, abduct your coin, it uh, coats the outside of your uh, UFO body and sinks into the metallic surface. And uh, you feel the – you had an awareness of the technology around you, all the parts of the Numenera that you could touch in about a maybe 10-foot radius from – uh, Burke and Erwitt, but that extends out and make me a roll. Make me a roll, Alex. <laughs> I know this isn't probably going to go well. I got a 17. Nice. Ooh. It extends for like miles. Like you, Holy shit. you feel like you could uh, touch any technology that extends about uh, maybe two miles from where you are. Ooh, I feel uh, so it, alive. It's, it's definitely a fainter sense, like uh, things would fade with the haze of distance, but you can definitely reach out much farther. That you definitely, you're right now. You feel like only your consciousness can only really be in one place. Well, cool though. I'm glad I'm, I'm a bunch of robots instead of just one robot. That's that's not what I said. You can you could you could switch between. And technology, but you can only be one thing. Arjo wasn't listening. She's gonna try and hop around <laughs> between different robots or, or like different like points of electricity and technology. 
All right, uh, you you flip between them, and it's uh, a lot like flitting between different slideshows of someone's travels. God, it's so boring. It, oh, I hate all <laughs> <laughs> It's a desert, and there's two white people with zinc oxide on their noses riding camels. Uh, and oh, look, they're next to the pyramids. Now they're holding up the statue. <laughs> the How did they survive the giant explosion? No, uh, two miles yeah, away. What, I'm, what I'm getting across <laughs> is that there's fantastical landscapes in each different place that you visit. One of them is uh, uh, constructed entirely of moles, <laughs> the creature, uh, shifting cultures of moles and colonies of these furry bodies flowing across into different forms. Sing the song and... of your people. <laughs> <laughs> A chorus of molish voices <laughs> raised to the heavens where a great and uh, beloved mole god looks down upon his people and calls it good. Um, <laughs> Can he fight the other evil tour guide? Can we have the mole god fight? I want to talk to this mole god, okay? Nah, this is, <laughs> it's actually the programming for uh, uh, Roto-Rooter. It's... Uh, uh, it's it, that's all. It all it does is just it's nanobots that you flush down the toilet and they they pull out plugs. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. I, I mean, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Little tiny moles uh, clean out your pipes. Erwin mm-hmm. finds this all very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that these are different things that you see. Uh, one of them is is just one guy sitting in a room counting slowly. It's a clock. He's pretty boring. Uh, do, the thing, yeah. do the thing where you start saying other numbers while he's trying to count to fuck him up. <laughs> 17, 29, 82. The clock that. starts to flicker in the corner. It's now it's daylight savings time. Uh, but uh, this is all in the mostly destroyed technology that's scattered about. It's all rather haphazard.